standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dell here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike and Ann and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at Campbell Road Nursery with a weekend gardener. Good morning, uh, everybody. Thanks for uh, maybe you're just joining us. I don't know. Maybe you just woke up. Well, you've missed a really pretty day so far. It's it's a nice day to be outside. Maybe you're sleeping outside. Maybe you uh, uh, didn't get into the house last night. I don't know. Whatever your situation. Thanks for uh, for listening to the to the weekend gardener some pretty plants out here at campbell road nursery and that's where we've been broadcasting this morning yeah i know they're extraordinary oh looking, my aren't goodness they? are they beautiful uh shane what describe what those plants are for for our listeners as best you can it's extraordinary especially the orange colored one there you go 
How about an hibiscus? Yeah, those are a tropical hibiscus. You got a couple of those braided trees and just some small shrubs. Lady's got a whole wagon full. Oh, yeah. I, I, boy, if that's one place. She's going to be decorated up really beautifully. And you can keep them, but you got to you got to do something with them during the winter. That is true. Yeah. You, you know, shiny leaves. You can always uh, tell the ones that are a little uh, more susceptible to problems. And we do have some some uh, hardy hibiscus out here, which are similar, but uh, those those mandevillas are just just unbelievable. Yeah, the hardies are right. Here behind us, yeah. some of them, and those are really nice plants. Maroon I encourage people. Leaves, yeah. yeah, they have nice pink or red flowers. And you have a you have a lot out here to uh, to choose from. Uh, what are what are some of the things that uh, that uh, specifically do you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I was just like going to vegetables. Quickly go down our list. Yes, we have a lot of different vegetables. We probably have 40 different kinds of tomatoes, probably as many peppers. We've got hot peppers, bell peppers. We've got a lot of eggplant, um, melons, cucumbers, and things. But the, the special thing about today is everything is half price. So you can get a pot for half price. You can get a flat for half price. And then we grow our own uh, basil and parsley in-house. We have multiple kinds of those, and we're selling those uh, half price, too, for pot or flat. Um, right next to us, we have the small clear greenhouse. We're doing all house plants in there, which includes succulents, even the potted ones. Everything's 20% off. And then speaking of pots, any pot that we have, we've got a lot in the retail cabin. We've got some plastic pots. We've got some um, ceramic pots. They're 20% off. And then some of the larger things we have, roses. We have a good selection of roses. They're 25% off. Uh, azaleas and camellias are 30% off. And the last special thing we're doing, uh, we say in honor of uh, our hometown teams, the Carolina Hurricanes and NC State, we've got some red plume green leaf celosia that we're selling for $10 a flat today. It's not bad. Now, what is it that uh, Phil found for you, Rufus, that well, uh, you were so enamored I, I'm with? I'm so enamored with this. About 10 years ago, I told Phil, I said, Phil, I've got some cement pots. I'd like something that drapes over them and, and don't have much worry about keeping it up and will live without much water, live, stay green during the winter. And she said, well, try this. And <clears throat> it is it's stone, stone crop. It's, it's called... Uh, Angelina's teacup it, it's a sedum is what it is and it it it, it stays green it, it's it's more like a succulent and it, it's marvelous I've been telling Chip this is what he needs to put on his bank and it's, it's the most trustworthy non-care plant I've ever had and it stays this this very Lime-like green all winter. So this blame this this likes really hot weather. I mean, it can take the really hot weather that we have in July and August. Oh yeah, these sedums, they um, they love it. Yeah, they enjoy the heat. They can get dry, and they uh, yeah they keep that look. They really look well. Yeah, I, I I highly recommend this for people that don't have much time to be out out gardening all the time. Put it in a pot or somewhere. You never have to even worry about it. No care. How about that? Uh, I, I have a, we have this, this copper, this thing, um, vessel made out of copper 
that is on a brick wall. It's kind of decorative between our garage bays. This is your plant? And we've been trying to find something that would survive in that environment. Promise it's, you this will. Brick, <clears throat> copper. Um, Pat, what, what say you? Yeah. What say you, Pat? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I missed the first part of the conversation. Oh, we were talking about seed and seed. Oh, seed. it'll grow in anything, anywhere, anytime, anyhow. Um, I was going to talk about perennials because that's one of the things I miss from here. And that's my first love. And the first perennials I ever got were from the back of a parade magazine. Order 10, 10 perennials for $5 or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And you should have seen those things. They were pathetic. Yeah. It's much better to have them. Yes. <laughs> and I caught the fever. And I ended up with a 300-foot perennial border 15 feet wide at my other house. And I miss it terribly. Yeah. But it's you perennials so are so it. good. You can divide them. You can cut them back. You can walk on them. You there's so many different kinds too. Yep. Sun, uh, shade, whatever. And living at Templeton now, like I do, it's limited. It's, it's, limited, it's limited, but so, I have a balcony full. Yeah, I bet. Do, do you go by picking weeds out of the public gardens <laughs> and pinching off dead blues? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's all right. I know. That's we what do. we gardeners yeah. do. I'll be walking by somewhere on the sidewalk. And I'll see a big weed. I just got to pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, speaking of perennials, my favorite is flocks. I just don't know how you ever beat a flocks. I don't either because they'll bloom over and over and over, and they're wonderful in bouquets. You can just do anything with them. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of uh, sizes. There's, mm-hmm. there's tall flocks. Uh, yeah, creeping flocks. Yeah. And the really tall ones. Creeping flocks I think I'm most familiar with, and I think – folks would recognize that more readily because uh, ditch banks in the springtime in North Carolina. I called it thrift. That's what I grew up calling it. That's what my mother called it, thrift. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm a farm girl. So, yeah, pink. That was, I don't think there were any other colors. And you see it a lot earlier now than it used to, Mm -hmm. but uh, sometimes in March, but uh, April, it's, uh, you see it on the ditch banks. Speaking of pinks. Wasn't that the name for the the carnations? Dianthus. No, Dianthus. No matter what color they were, they were called pinks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And they everybody grew them. And all oh, these out here look so beautiful this time of year. I would keep going through and have to touch things. Now, Pat, we have uh, we have to thank Pat profusely and over and over because she's the one that that encouraged Phil to have the weekend gardener here. To, to do a show. Yeah. Many, I don't know how many years ago that was now, but it seems like a long time ago. Oh, five or six anyway. Yeah, at I least. Think, yeah. <laughs> well, I got to speak to Pat's Rotary Club too now. Oh, yeah. She she puts on a good show. <laughs> we, we had uh, lots of folks there that day, and it was uh, very enjoyable, and the food was wonderful. And that's most important. Uh, yeah. McGregor? McGregor. McGregor oh, Of course it was. Well good food then well we are at the carry rotary club even though there are four others in town but we yeah one so would you talk about uh, gardening and water well we threw a little gardening in there yeah yeah i always throw in gardening to to be the the greatest medicine that you can ever have for your troubles did y'all interrogate him or 
Well, he did a TED Talk, and yes, there are always questions. Always questions. <laughs> I expect so. It doesn't matter what. And so we we do try to you know, stay I, uh, away. We parents, try to stay away from politics, yeah, we, but you we, know, <laughs> we, we we talk about we talk about good government. Yes. You know, I don't. I still don't understand where that TED Talk came about. How how it, uh, it involved at one time about t ten years ago, somebody came to me and said, "Would you do a TED Talk?" And I said, well, "Who's TED?" I said, "Well, there's no such a thing as TED, but." They started out originally technology education, something like that, mm -hmm. and you have 20 minutes, and if you go over, they won't use your talk. It's crazy, and and I, boy, that, well, mm. thank goodness, <laughs> I, I made it within 19 minutes and 28 seconds, and uh, it was based on some some rules in life that I've mm -hmm. learned along the way, and they. They generally went. They generally went with with Rotary. Mm -hmm. yeah. Rotary has a great. We have a four-way uh, test. Four-way test is pretty. You, you live your life pretty well by the yeah. Rotary Club's test. Matt, you want to sit with us a little bit? I want to talk to Stewart here in Durham. Stewart, uh, how are you today? I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm calling back. Uh, my wife called about three. <coughs> three years ago about her persimmon tree that she just planted, and you gave her some good advice. Okay. And, uh, Are you, what have you been doing in between <laughs> time? I mean, three years? Come on. We had some delicious uh, persimmons last year. Uh, okay. Well, I'm glad of that. Yeah. You need to call us more often. Yeah, I'm sorry? I say you need to call us more often. Well, I've been on, I've been on hold for 45 minutes now. Uh, okay. Well, oh, sorry about that. She's you can blame town. that on me. She's, she's out of town, but uh, okay. Well, you got you got plenty of time on your hand then. Yeah. <laughs> Simmons has uh, some growth. It looks pretty healthy growth at the base of the of the of the uh, trunk. It's a young tree, and then yeah. a lot of growth at the top. So uh -huh. I'm wondering if I couldn't prune that lower growth off because it may be robbing the top from. I don't know nutrients. What do you think? All right, Pat. Well, yeah. <laughs> if it's healthy, I don't leave it. I, I never touch a tree. Oh, really? So I just yeah. Go. No, that, that, well, that's my philosophy. I, I think you're better off if you start uh, start trimming things up and. I'm not sure you would be getting persimmons off the ones at the bottom for several years. So, if the top part looks good. I would take the bottom shoots off. Well, you would take the bottom off. I would. I would. Okay. Like you do with crepe myrtles. Okay. I can do that. It's easy enough. And, yeah. and it's not a problem doing it this time of year? No. Okay. Certainly giving the bottom some light helps. I'm sorry? Giving the bottom area the, the, of plants some light Watch out, Pat. Shrubs or trees mm -hmm. uh, certainly help. Is going to help in the growth. Okay. But you get you're getting good crops. You've you've gotten a good crop, at least one good crop. Oh yeah, last fall it was. Uh, we had probably a couple of dozen uh, uh, nice little round balls that were starting to ripen in, in uh, September, I think it was, and uh, then a storm came through and almost all of them fell off. But uh, she's still got about uh, half a dozen or so 
dice uh, for Simmons in, uh, I think it was October or November. We, we finally pulled them off. Uh, and and you made persimmon pudding? No, she eats them. She just uh, cuts them on, eats them like like you would maybe an apple or something. I don't know. She's, uh, oh, okay. Well, they, some of those you can do that, and some of them you can't. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta be are they the Japanese persimmons. Yeah, I think so. They're the Oriental version. Yeah, and, right. Uh, she got them at the, she got the tree at the, the farmers market uh, that year. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I hope that helps, and I hope that you will call us again. Oh, sure will. I'll, I'll tell her to call you when she gets back into town. Very good. And okay. you, you be a, you be a good boy while she's out of town now. Oh man, you're going to spoil everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we might have to send the CIA after him. That's right. And we know the CIA. Oh, the Chitlin Investigative Or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the they're the worst. They're the worst. All right, take it easy, Stuart. Right, out of here. Bye. Bye. All right, now go lie go lie down. I know it's been tough talking to us. Nine one nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Nine one Lane, how are you? I'm good. How I are know you I need to, to talk to you. Hurry up and talk to you because you're not going to sit still. <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good at sitting still. So. Did uh, Did Phil plant plant you here for some particular reason? She did. We got right. in a wide assortment of hydrangeas this week, and I think she wants me to talk a little bit about that. <laughs> did you ever think you would see as many hydrangeas? I did not. In I'm, your life, uh, that have been created my favorite for years was my grandfather's blue but now there's just <laughs> we've got 15 different kinds here on the property right now so yeah i'm, I'm going to drive away with one today lane okay so i've been listening intently okay very good well uh we've got two kinds of oak leaf four kinds of the big leaf three kinds and of on oak leaf, let me let me do you have any color of bloom other than white on an oak leaf well, now there's one called Ruby Slippers now where they start out white and they mature to a pinkish red. Don't you have a Ruby Slippers? It died. You gave it to me. Well, you know, in my yard, the rabbit ate it. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe it was a vole. Could have been a vole. But I love, the, I love the oak leaf the best, I think. Uh, for one thing, they're natives. For people I like who, them, for too. For native enthusiasts. I love them. They're my favorite. And then the fall foliage is really beautiful Bronze, as well oh, as the flower. Uh, by I, the way, I've got the, the one fill you gave me that is, is almost a chartreuse. I, yeah, a little okay. honey. little honey. little honey, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that's my favorite. They don't get very big at all, but that is such a striking color when they come out in the fall and in the spring. Yeah. Well, I like Snow Queen because it's got a really huge white bloom on it, so. So uh, it does, but, yeah, really pretty bloom. And then again, the fall foliage is good on it. Uh, we've also got uh, four kinds of big leaves, and these are tend to be toward the red colored. They've bred them now to where, no matter what the soil pH is, you can still keep that pink reddish color on them. Hmm. There are so many hydrangeas, gardenias, azaleas that that bloom more than once. Right, now. and I think a lot of these are repeat bloomers. Uh, my favorite in this group, I think, is one called Starfield, where the florets are have are a little bit pointy, and so it's a uh, frillier, fuller look on the flower head. 
Oh, okay. How about that? That's Sounds kind of decorative. It is. And then there's one in that group that is uh, got a lime green flower that kind of turns to pink as they mature, which is interesting as well. And there's a lace cap type. Yeah. And then we've also got mountain hydrangeas, which is serrata, which is more cohardy than the others. So that's not usually a problem here, but that nine degrees hits them back pretty hard. Yeah. But, but um, and they tend to be in the pink or blue, and they're all lace cap types. I like lace caps. Mm-hmm. I think they're. Um, put on your put on your microphone over there. We can, I know you're loud, but we can't hear you. <laughs> um, I like lace caps. I think I think they're um, they're just uh, they're kind of petite looking. They're 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 just kind of fancy looking. They are, and sometimes I think the yeah. color's more intense because those center flowers don't have the petals. Right. So it's really, really a bright blue or bright pink or bright red, whatever the color of the flower is. I think I have Lady in Red. Yeah, I think that is one that's, as well. Uh, that's been out for years, but um, yeah, that's the one I can remember. Yeah, there's just so many to so many to choose from that uh, that's extraordinary. So you have. Lots to choose from. We here. do. We've also got, we haven't talked about the panicle type, which are like limelight, little lime, the late summer bloomers. There's a new one in this group that, uh, two new ones actually that are compact, Bobo and Moonrock, which is an enormous flower for that compact plant. Mm-hmm. So that might be one that Rufus wants to look at. I, today. I, I've, got, I've got a Bobo. Okay, well, I want you to look at Moonrock before you leave today. The Bobo. Moonrock. Moon yeah. What color is it? It's white. Uh, I think pretty much all the panicles are either going to be white or limelight's got a little bit of a greenish tint to it. So. Yeah. The bobo is the one that's planted around the corner at the house, right? Yes. Uh huh. Remember yeah. that thing was almost dead, yeah. and we said, "Hey, let's just put this one in and see what happens." And it's just gorgeous. I mean, it was it was like one of those leftovers you find in the back of the nursery. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best. That's the right, because they're tough. Uh-huh. They're tough. Yeah. They've been through it, and they come out, and they look great. Yeah, the foliage is beautiful on mine. Uh-huh. Yeah. How about that? I, there's so many uh, so many varieties of plants now. Something new coming. It's really hard uh, even for a plants person like you to keep up with, Lane, I know. We'll be back uh, with another half hour of the Weekend Gardener from Campbell Road Nursery. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, it's 1035. Better hurry up if you're going to call us. Uh, Tom has been waiting. Tom, thank you very much. Uh, We apologize for making you wait, and how can we help you? Well, it's not a gardening question, but it's been bugging me all week long, and I just got to have an answer from the great one. Oh, okay. Well, the great one's sitting right here. Okay. Um, (laughs) I was in a hurry to grab a lunch this week. And I stopped by the farmer's market, got a Rufus dog, because I'd never had an official one, and I wanted uh-huh. one so I'd know how to repeat it at home on the weekend. Uh-huh. But when, when they handed it to me, it looked kind of funny, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And then when I bit into it, I realized the onions were purple onions, and I just didn't expect purple onions, and I didn't know if purple onion was the official onion of the Rufus dog. It, I think it's been signed off on. I, I, I don't know for sure. <clears throat> Tom, I'm, I, I think, uh, I, I can't say it's the official one. It, 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 did it displease you? 
It, it didn't taste like what I expected just a regular old white or sweet onion to be, but I didn't want to question, you know, the official recipe. So no, well, it, it's not. Me no, no, it is not the official one, and I haven't had that purple stuff, and I, I'm going to take that up with the folks that, that make that because there's nothing like a, a white onion on a Rufus dog with mustard, salt, chili, and onion. Well, that's kind of what I thought. I just well, what what did the purple up. onion taste like? Was it too, was it too well, sweet well, or you know how a purple onion is kind of more of a bitter and got a bite to it? You know, uh-huh. a little bit different than than a you know just a regular old white onion. Right, uh, okay. they are hot. That that wouldn't yeah. work. Yeah, that wouldn't, just, that wouldn't yeah. work. Me, you know, they must I have run out uh, run out of onions. Yeah, it must have. I don't know if we need to give an injunction. Well, I, <laughs> well, he he can do it. He knows what an injunction and a writ looks like. Well, I, I appreciate you telling me that because that is that's a very very significant source of information. Yeah, okay. I mean it, it does it would change the taste of a of a Rufus yeah. dog. Yeah, it sure yeah. would. Yeah, sorry, it's not a gardening question, but I appreciate. Well, that's that. okay. It, uh, it it falls within the realm. We are talking onions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, all right, bug me all week. Thank y'all. <laughs> Great. Day. Well, you settle down and have a better day. You too. I, I you will. too. All right, bye. Bye. Purple onions, Rufus. What say thou? Oh, uh, well. Purple onions that. are hot. We, we're, we're going to straighten that out. With Monica will take care of that. Yes, yeah. she will. Yeah. They must have must have just run out. Yeah. yeah probably. Now, what about Vidalia onions? Vidalia? Uh, are they allowed? Or, oh, sure. Or are they too that's sweet? A, that's a white onion. They're, no. kind of, they're kind of sweet. Now they got to work on the slaw a little bit. I've noticed down here that feels that these people really make good slaw. If you're out here today and you get a, a hot dog, or be a sure and get, get get slaw on whatever you do because that uh, they must make homemade slaw. They do. Yeah. Do you like it with mayonnaise and mustard? No. I, I like it the way Phil fix it. I make it with just mayonnaise. A little bit of vinegar, a li- a, just a pinch of sugar, salt and pepper. Yep. I haven't had I haven't had that. It sounds good. I like uh, Parker's barbecue. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. That's it's great. Uh, that's yeah, what I grew up is. eating. But Melissa makes some that has a pimento in it and vinegar and stuff. It's kind of a Williamsburg. Oh wow! Slaw. Huh. Sounds good. Yeah, it's really it's really good. Everything kind Melissa fixes. Everything Melissa fixes. Everything is she good. touches it is sweet. It's good. That's yes, right. Well, Phil, I, I see wagon loads of things going out here today. Yeah, it I may need to go get some more wagons. <laughs> such a good time to, to go plant, too, because it, it's supposed to rain sometime tomorrow, maybe. and maybe Or tonight. I don't maybe, know. Uh, maybe I think it's tonight. Monday, yeah. A Mother's Day, I think, is, is, is it's supposed, supposed to be, to be nice today. tomorrow. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I need to be t- paying attention to what uh, WPTF's meteorological staff is is doing I, I haven't paid attention this morning nate have you heard what uh, is it supposed to rain chance, this tonight. chance tonight yeah okay so they're still predicting that uh it's good it's a good time to talk about uh cars and in it chip yeah it's always a good time to talk about cars yeah <laughs> because they're so expensive for one thing and they're they, they can be expensive and you to, want to keep the one you've got running well yeah and if you just if you take care of stuff before it breaks down, that particular part or the whole car, then you're a lot better off, aren't you? Well, you know, cars are made better now than they were 20 or 30 Boy, years ago. Boy, that is the truth. I mean, I've got 166,000 miles on my car. It's 12 years old. 
It runs great. You used to have to rebuild an engine after 30,000 miles on some of those old cars. <laughs> so, you know, the 50s, and it, it, uh, you, you can mess them up real fast. But, but proper maintenance is all important. And yeah, and Kings. Kings does that really well. I always like to have, you can get your oil changed anywhere just about, yeah. but I like to have them do it because they, they check a lot of things when they're doing the oil change. Yeah. And they put the plug back in. <laughs> and they, yeah, they that's always the plug a great in. thing. Hey, hey, hey. That's been known not to happen, isn't it? That's Somewhere exactly else. right. He's just running way. down the street and all the oil can <laughs> out. Uh, yeah, you don't want that at all. No. Kings is really good. I mean, they've been in business since 1946. Now, the current owner has not been there the whole time. Right. Would you? Uh, was that safe to say? How are you doing, darling? Correct. He's he's too young looking. Yeah, he's for one thing. Dean's way too young. To way too. Long. Dean Bailey is. I I can safely say one of the smartest people I know. And that that's uh, is from working with him on a show that we did for many years called the Weekend Mechanic. All those guys that we had on that show were really smart guys. And, and I remember stupid. you running from a weekend going to remote to hey. host the weekend mechanic. I did that. I did that. Uh, you know, I, I've done a lot of things in my life. Some I'm, I'm ashamed of. Some I've... <laughs> so that is not among them. I'm really happy that yeah, I was able to, show. Uh, to do that. It was a great show, partly because of Dean Bailey and Don Griffin and, right. and um, all, of the, all of the guys. Bobby Dunn. So... Um, Taking care of your car, keeping the pollen out of uh, we're mostly out of the done vehicle. with pollen. The small stuff is still out there. Yeah, but the they, pine they, pollen's gone. But a lot of that pine pollen's still in your your cabin air filter, though. Yeah, so you need to have your cabin air filter changed. Yeah, I agree. And it's a good time to do that. That's when you have your your engine, uh, your oil replaced. You can, uh, in fact, they can do anything uh, for your car. Anything you need done to it. Any prevention that you need to be done, any servicing that you need to be done. And let's uh, talk a little about uh, about all of the potholes in Raleigh. <laughs> we uh, we have some potholes to deal with. Yes, we do. And, they uh, keep reappearing. And that is really tough on the suspension of your, your vehicle. The suspension is pretty tough on most cars. That, again, is made better than it used to be. It's not as heavy duty. Uh, a lot of cars, I mean, don't have the same kind of axles that uh, we did in the rear-wheel drive. Vehicles. And the knocks it out of alignment, your tires don't last as long. That's right. The tires uh, can cost you $1,000 for four or at least. And uh, who knows what a suspension system or just uh, parts of suspensions, shocks and so forth, are going to cost you. So uh, make sure that everything is aligned properly and uh they can give you a regimen for for any of this, for whether it's uh, changing oil, uh, any of it. Uh, and you don't need to change oil quite as much as you used to, but I think Dean is, is still in favor of getting it changed fairly often. Yeah, it depends on the oil. But I, I think you also need to work on your air conditioning system, too, making sure it's up to snuff. Oh, man. We're yeah. almost into hot weather now. It's average high is now 79. Yeah. So a month from now would be a lot higher than that. Yeah. So. It's, uh, if it's not working correctly, it puts stress on your car. Tell us where Kings is located, Chip. Uh, West Street in North, downtown Raleigh. Yeah. Easy to get to. Where there. it's always, pretty much has always been pretty in close, that area. Yeah. Right. Uh, so since 1946, Kings Auto Service. All right, uh, 1044. 
919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We've talked a lot about uh, the hydrangeas that you have here, uh, the mandevillas, the... Um, um, so, Hib- got hibiscus Hibiscus, here. that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, got and you tons. Have, you have uh, cannas that are seeded, not... Uh, from a bowl, right? So here. they won't they won't uh, just keep coming back and multiplying in your yard. So that's a really nice asset because what happens is, if you I've seen yards where, especially down east, I don't know, and even in the mountains where people would put one cannibal bin, and then you've got just half your front yard is cannas, and literally they will do that. They just multiply and multiply. Callas are. are- will do some of that too. Yeah, they will, but they're not I as tell a, you they're as not invasive. Right. They're not uh they're not as invasive as the the bulb cannas. So I love my seed cannas. They don't get as tall. Uh, they're great as I said before, they're great for containers. A lot of people put them in the middle of a container. Uh, they have some of them have dark leaves and some have green leaves. They're just beautiful. Come back. That that seeded no, one? No. Yeah, so you treat it as an annual? You treat it as an annual. How about okay. that? Yeah. Yep. So it's really nice because... See, that's great for uh, your containers. It is. It is. <clears throat> so you, uh, you know, when it when it gets really cold, it's, it's pretty much gone. And then unless you've got a real protected area, sometimes they might pop back out. But most of the time they're <clears throat> gone and then you put your pansies and things in. Now, Rufus, you have a, a love-hate relationship with invasive plants. <laughs> uh, it's not even a love. <clears throat> uh, it's something called that. Uh, and I, I, I love Tony Avent, but it seems like about every other plant I got down there at one time or another was somehow invasive. And Tony said, well, you need, you need to tend to that. And, right. But uh, the invasive one now that keeps coming back is something called a Japanese weed plant. That has a beautiful bloom, but just popping up everywhere. And, of course, invasive, don't even mention wisteria. Don't even mention it. I, I see that Phil's got some some that will not run. Uh, it, but you I, don't trust I, it, I, do I you? I don't trust it. <laughs> if it's got I, wisteria on it, you don't trust it. I, I keep a lasso. I don't blame you for that. I keep a lasso, <laughs> even when I'm around that. But Now, invasive, another in, invasive plant that that i like is when you uh, hellebore well see that's what i meant by love hate relationship there are some that you like i don't think you can have too many hellebore Mm -hmm. and i I, I, rose of sharon pop up here and there oh yeah so it's all in one's taste and how much you time you have how tolerant you put into it yeah that's right uh, because you you with uh even hellebore i've got a, a sort of a phil campbell garden out there you've got things i planted 50 years ago then i shortly met phil after that and you've got the the 30 year strand of of the phil stuff and prunus mume is one plant that phil gave me one time about three feet tall and somebody you i think have trouble with yours i have i've had uh, two of them that were beautiful and they they left it's at at least 30 feet tall and just blooms magnificently and got little little uh, berries on it now about the end of your thumb size. Of course, they're not fit. I wouldn't try to eat the fruit. No, they, they, it, it won't work. But I, I don't know 
what the problem is, I don't know why I've had, because they don't like full sun. They I haven't given them full like sun. don't like wet feet. Okay. I no. I know the sec, second one, I I don't think either one of them have had any trouble with wet feet. I think it was a downslope for both of them. Hmm. But um, I don't know. They both they both died. The first one lasted longer than the second one. Second one was um, a prettier variety. It was um, one that had darker pink flowers on it. That was gorgeous. Yeah, I meant to ask Lane about that rose. I wanted him to tell you about which that. rose. That he one mentioned rose. He mentioned some kind of rose. But, the, uh, was it the Peggy Clark? The pink one, the climber. Oh no, we didn't discuss that. Yeah, with I wanted it. to let me hold on. Yeah, y'all keep talking. Because you uh, you talked about the Peggy Clark yeah. was one that was yeah. found <clears throat> after Hurricane Katrina in salt water, and it and apparently I, and was. And I've got one. By the way, let's remind him again, Mike. While I'm at it, that Gerald will give away a Rufus tomato if you go out there to Gerald Adams at the State Farmers Market and say Rufus sent me, and may I have a Rufus tomato. So. Be aware of that. How about and, that? And while we're at it, let's, let's talk about the Cliff Joyner saying of the day. A real friend is one who walks in when the rest of the world walks out. You see, Chip, Cliff didn't say all of this stuff. Cliff just he gave did. us the book. He gave us the book, but I, but I call it the Cliff, Cliff, <laughs> the Cliff Joyner saying. Yeah. And, and then the Rufus he's such saying, a nice guy. And then the Rufus saying is, be the person your dog thinks you are. Amen. Okay. Amen. I found I found out you couldn't about get Lane it's to Peggy come over Martin. Here. Right. It's a it's Peggy Martin, not Peggy Clark. I probably yeah because Prunus Peggy movement. Clark is the right. is the Prunus it's movement. Peggy Martin. They found it in under twenty feet of water after Katrina, and I'm telling you, it survived. It, it's it's the most beautiful rose I think I've ever seen for a climber. It is. Just, I wish I, I mean, had some place for a climber. I wish I had some place that was just gorgeous. Period. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like frankly, Lady Banks. I let mine climb up a tree. Right. I like Lady <laughs> Banks, but, I mean, this one is just, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. It's not a huge, huge flower. No. It, but it's just so dainty, and you think, oh, what you've been through, and you made it. So, uh, Rufus, I meant to, meant to tell you this when you were talking about um, the, uh, not Rose of Sharon, but uh, what else uh, did you mention? Uh Linton Rose? Oh, yeah, 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 Linton Rose. The the garden, I, we had a garden club meeting at a church the other night, and uh, the ladies, several of the ladies refer to Linton Roses as garden thugs. Ooh. That's right. Ooh. That, that's how they feel. So it wow. would really be a contentious relationship. Is it, oh, is it the one that is it the one yeah. though that seeds? Is that what they were talking about? Wow, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But there yeah, are but, there are new varieties. Yeah, the new the new wedding series and um, golden some of the golden series. And it's a shame though that some of those don't don't well, see yeah, because they're pretty. They're I know, really they're pretty. Gorgeous. Yeah, because yeah. like, they, they have a little more, more color. Up on top too. Yeah, and the blooms. But I, I would take offense to that. I, I knew yeah. the second they said uh, that, that a you would. bug, yeah. I'm glad Rufus wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am, too. He would have well, had I something to I say won't offer it. him any, any uh, Lenten roses. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Yeah, they're, they're trying to clear the property of Lenten roses, I think. So. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Paul is uh, in uh, Wake Forest. Paul? I am there. How are you doing? 
How you doing today, Paul? What's going on, buddy? Well, uh, I was going to tell you that uh, I'm very talented. I am I, glad uh, and modest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was about the eighth caller, and I went by your office, and I got some black cow hat and Oh, did you? Did you win some of that? Oh, that's great. Wonderful. Yeah. I am so glad you got that, Paul, because you are, you're a long-time listener. Yeah. Modest that you mint. are. I haven't tried any of the mints yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, when, they, I don't think they're licorice or anything. I don't know. I went by uh, and saw Gerald, and he got some uh, tomato plants for me. I got one that's about a foot and a half tall that I had to put blossom set on today at the blooming. Did uh, did you get a uh, Rufus variety? No, uh, I only got four. I don't have much space. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not enough. For, but, everybody knows it's not <laughs> when Rufus is in the room, there, there's uh, not uh, enough room for anybody else. That yeah. he is not not by size, but by his his uh, aura. Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey, glad to have you back, friend. I, uh, me? Oh, I'm I'm glad to be back. I yeah. I, I hope. Uh, well, when, my, when was he all there? Well, I just hope my I hope my stuff is not out in the hall when I when I get back to work Monday morning. Yeah. I think I'm supposed to come in. No, oh, it won't. Have you already have you already seen it out in the hall? You've seen it, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, I'll be doggone. Chip. Well. Chip spilled the beans. I'll I'll bring the bigger vehicle by by uh, Monday. Then we'll pick everything up. I'll, I'll make Rigsby work for a change, and he can he can lift some of the stuff. So uh, okay. So uh, Paul, uh, everything all right? Uh, yeah, I hope you have a great weekend too, my friend. I hope your tomatoes. Uh, or come out really well this year. Yeah, I'm, I've never had a blossom this early. Yeah. Well, we got lots. Yeah. We how got about that? Tons well. of blossoms on these over here. So. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. I don't have much space. Well, you'll have good tomatoes. You'll Hopefully, you will this year. I, I really hope oh, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you have a wonderful day, my friend, and thank you so much for uh, being part of the family. Oh, yeah. I love y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We hear that a lot. People people love love us. They, they tell us they love us. If they only really knew us, there's the problem. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. When people say, what's Mike Rayley really like, you... There's a great risk you run there, my friend. <laughs> There's a risk anytime, anytime right. you're dealing Life with Life is me. a risk. That's right. So. Yeah, I'd like to say um, I found out yesterday that Ralph Ashworth had fallen and actually broke his back. Oh, my but gosh. He's doing, he's doing well, I heard. And um, so just give a, a heads up to him and say hello. There are a lot of Ashworths around. They right. they rule the roost. Yep, yeah. Well, he Ralph's the is he uh, the head uh, honcho uh, at the pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ashworth Drugstore. Okay. So, oh my uh, goodness. Okay. Yeah, but he's doing well. He's um, 
the lady that told me about it said that he was up and mo or that he was moving around better now. So Bless his we're heart. happy, happy about that. Yeah, there's nothing like that pharmacy in downtown Cary. Oh, I know, I know. Good it's food. Good. Just, just going back in time. Yep, we used to go there every day almost after when we got out of basketball practice. Yeah, how old is that? That. Well, business. it was there. It was there 60 years ago. So I don't know how long. Lane probably knows how long it's been there, but uh, yeah, it's been there I'm at glad least 60 it's still years. There. Yeah. yeah, me too. Cary is is growing, but uh, they still have some of that small town. Uh, I don't know memories. Right. And and that's that's uh, that's one of the businesses that uh, has been around. I'm giving for a long Phil time. NC State uh, ten. Where did you get that, Rufus? Well, that came in the Jim Valvano collection that I brought over here today. As well it should. Oh, that's neat. It says that, State Jim alumni. Valvano wore that. Wow. Yep. What a cat bird he was. Yes, he was. Mm. I appreciate that. Beautiful family neat. that he oh, has. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Is, uh, and they, they, uh, they, they've done a lot. His family has done a lot, and, and people who loved Jim, Val Jim Valvano have done a lot, uh, including Rufus. Yeah, we went with the Jim Valvano Kids Classic. We went 34 years and raised over $6 million mm. for the Duke Children's Cancer Center. And uh, I, I brought today some shirts and, and things that from the Valvano days that I think will be keepers. And David, and, but, yes, David appreciates that because he was friends with Jamie. He went to school with Jamie. Oh, my. And Jamie is such a Jamie polished and, um, speaker and such fantastic. a great, yes, great spokesman yes. for and her father's legacy and for that organization. Right, um, right. And she's just a great young woman. And She and is a Nicole, wonderful person. Nicole, he and Nicole, um, I think they hung out together. I'm not sure where, but... <laughs> He hung out a lot with Nicole, so uh, he he really loves them a yeah. lot. So oh, I can understand that. Yep. That was uh, yep. uh, we were blessed to to have uh, have Jim here, coach here, yep. and, and uh, for the time that we did, and his certainly his family is still here for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Phil, uh, we we got about a minute. You you uh, encourage people I know to to come out and and eat. You got food, yes, yes. you got plants, you um, got fellowship. Yep, the food truck's supposed to be cranking up here in just a few minutes, so yeah. I'm hoping they'll uh, And I, I want to remind everybody, you know, that uh, Imos Garden is uh, is one of the most safest products, most effective products you can use for wildlife. Repellents are, are uh, sold here at, at Campbell Road Nursery, Imos Garden. Natural solutions, 15 pest problems, including rabbits, squirrels, moles, voles snakes, mosquitoes, and their best-selling deer repellent. All the Amos Garden products are made with natural ingredients, botanical oils from plants that animals avoid in nature, and they're environmentally friendly. They smell nice. They're safe for you, your family, and your pets. <coughs> Amos Garden repellents are long-lasting, contain natural stickers, so uh, they won't have to reapply them after every rain. Amos Garden natural animal repellents Insect repellents are available at independent local retailers like Campbell Road Nursery. Ask Phil about them. Uh, come Love in them. and enjoy them today. She loves yep. them. And uh, Rufus has had great success. I have, too. We love you very much. We'll see you next week on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Come out and see us. Thank you. Yeah.